Some freshmen are more likely than others to contribute to the Michigan football team in 2023. We're going to go down the list of each and every one and determine their readiness to perform for Michigan football on this Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Flag Day. We are back and doing it. Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. We are on the march to Big Ten Media Days, the unofficial start of the season when things really ramp up. Uh, in the meantime, we are very much in the speculative, uh, hypo- hypothetical type of moment of the offseason where we are trying to figure out some things that we just don't know the answers to. So we are going to continue that type of uh, idea today instead of getting into the news. We'll, we'll do some news stuff tomorrow on Saturday uh, to kind of react to, uh, to Jacob Smith's commitment, to react to a couple different opinion pieces out there and some things that are going on. But today I want to go through the list of every single signee that Michigan has in the 2023 class and determine their potential level of involvement for the maize and blue um, because some are going to be more ready than others. Now there are several who are, there are nine early enrollees. So those are the ones we're going to t- uh, hit next in part or hit first in part, because that's how I'm looking at 24 seven sports list. So I don't just go off the top of my head and they are separated by signed letter of intent and enrollees. Of course, everyone's on campus now, regardless uh, but, uh, yeah, there, there are some that I think are going to be guys that will play right away. There's guys that will take a while. Uh, I think it's important for us to just kind of get into it. So let's start with Cole Cabana uh, from Dexter, Michigan, running back. He's a four-star. Uh, he suffered uh, an injury in spring. I was told by one person that it sounded like it was going to be a shut-him-down type thing, but I've also heard since then that that's not been the case. Remember, things can change, you know, it's, you know, it's just like, uh, I, I know people don't like that things can change, but it's like when JJ McCarthy last year, it was JJ McCarthy's going to have surgery. Things changed. He was planning on having surgery. Turned out he didn't necessarily need it. So that appears to be the case with Cole Cabana from kind of just what I've gathered. Uh, that said, I don't think he's necessarily going to be a big part of this year's uh, this year's team on the field. Could we see him in some moments? Absolutely, and certainly things again with the things can change. Any of these things can change drastically come fall camp. There have been times that we've talked in the summer about this guy's going to play a big role, this guy's not, and it's been vice versa because fall camp just they take off. Now he does have the added benefit of having been around, so he knows the playbook probably a little bit better than some of the guys who arrived in June. Uh, but uh, I, I don't think that he is necessarily. I think he's going to be a guy that you'll see more next year. Jair Hill, cornerback, a uh, little undersized, right? And he looked that part, but he also looked really good in the spring game in his limited role. I, I think that he'll have a role on this year's team. It's not going to be as big as Will Johnson, but I think he'll have a, a, certainly a role uh, being able to go out there and, uh, you know, whether it's at nickel, I think nickel's probably the best place for him, but. At the same time, Mike Sainer still probably has that on lock, uh, depending on what happens with the other cornerback spot. That's something we're going to talk about tomorrow is the cornerback spot. Uh, but I think that Jair Hill, he, he has the the skills and the ability to see the field early. 
whether it's four games or more, I think he'll I think he'll burn his red shirt for sure. Amir Herring, uh, West Bloomfield uh, interior offensive lineman. Uh, I think this can be said of any of the offensive linemen. I would be surprised if they see the field anytime in the next year for sure. Next year is a possibility if they come in as a backup. But, I mean, there's just so much talent there. He's We're looking probably uh, 2025 before we really see Amir Herring. Cornerback Cam Calhoun, also known as the guy who committed right after the Michigan-Ohio State game, native of Ohio. He's another cornerback who early enrolled. Uh, he had the really impressive interception to start out uh, fall. Cam- uh, sorry, spring ball. Uh, we saw that on video. It got leaked somehow. I don't know how. Uh, he's a guy that I think would will probably play, but have a red shirt. I think he'll he'll get an opportunity, but uh, we'll see in the first couple games how that goes. Uh, Samaj Morgan, wide receiver. I think you're he and Frederick Moore, the, the two, the next two. I think we'll see both of their red shirts get burned. Uh, I th- I think that Michigan has needs at wide receiver. I think they they present uh, different skill sets than maybe some of the guys that they already have on campus. So I would anticipate that we will end up seeing uh, both of those guys go uh, this year. I don't think that it's going to be a situation where they play a couple games and that's it. I think they're going to try to get them involved uh, early and often, and we'll see what happens from there with them. Zach Marshall, the tight end, he's listed as an athlete. He's a three-star from Carlsbad, California. Uh, he did early enroll. He looks Physically, like he is ready to go. He was listed at 6'4", 220. I don't know what he is on Michigan's roster. Um, but by the time that the, that everything is written in ink, uh, as far as uh, the size goes in fall camp, I expect him to probably be the size that you need to, to see. However, his height end has a lot of bodies that we haven't really seen a lot. Matthew Hibner was a four-star from Burke, Virginia, who we've barely seen. And by all accounts, he's done some good things. We just haven't seen him yet. So Zach Marshall is a guy that maybe he he plays in a couple games, but gets his red shirt. Um, I don't anticipate that we'll see him a ton. Of the early enrollees, this is the biggest lock to play, in my opinion. And that's Benjamin Hall. He's already involved in some NIL stuff. Uh, he We saw him in the spring game, and he was an absolute monster. 24-7 sports, which is, this is what spurned on my line of thinking of even doing this episode, uh, did a 23 freshman to watch across college football. They only did one per team uh, as far as uh, it, it, they weren't going to list like multiple guys from Georgia or Alabama or something like that. They were just going to do one per team. Benjamin Hall was the, the first guy mentioned in the article by Brad Crawford. It was a really good uh, article, by the way. And um, it's uh, he was the, the Michigan contingent. There are a lot of other players that certainly could have made this list, but it's Benjamin Hall uh, that made it, and I think that that's accurate based off of what we saw. I think Michigan really likes him. His legs are oak trees, uh, but he can move. Uh, I think you're definitely going to see him play a role, burn his red shirt, assuming that he stays healthy and everything like that. He He's going to have a role on this year's team. Rounding us out with the early enrollees, and then we'll get to, to eight more and then uh, go down, continue to go down the list. Uh, I'm Merrick Kumba, edge rusher out of France. He was a Brandon Collier PPI recruit special. Uh, I, I it, you know, he ended up getting some uh, some attention late in the process from some other schools. Uh, just so I don't speak out of turn, let's uh, let's make sure I have this right here. <laughs> I don't want to I, I don't want to just start being like 
Yeah, you got okay. It's nothing really listed, so I'm not gonna. I, I know Man. I'm getting him a little confused with Manuel Beagle, uh, but because uh, Manuel Beagle has the Penn State and the Georgia offers, but Americumba was getting a little bit of attention. Um, doesn't mean he got offered. Uh, still, I mean, he's a he's a decent rated three star. He's a project though. I don't think we're gonna see him for at least this year. I I might even be surprised if we saw him in the um in the first three games. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he really comes on. Uh, early enrolling certainly helps. All right, we are going to move on. We're going to go to the ne- the, the top rated, according to 24-7 sports, uh, the next eight. Uh, their ability to see the field, their readiness. That's what we're going to call this, the readiness of it all. And uh, and then we will move on from there to the, to the bottom eight. Just because they're ranked that way doesn't mean that's where they're going to end up, right? Benjamin Hall... Uh, is uh, you look at where he is ranked uh, according to uh, 24-7 sports. Uh, he's 787 nationally, uh, and 24-7 has him as 73 uh, overall. So it's not like he is, um, it's, it's not like he, he was a barn burner. 787, that's basically the bottom of the list. Close to it, at least. So... Nonetheless, all right, we're going to move on here and talk with the next eight in a moment. Before we do that, for a championship team, it is all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. Motors. Listen, I have used eBay Motors. It is an excellent service. And the great thing about it, with eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part You need fits right the first time around. No dilly-dallying. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Just because like in sports, uh, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay Motors guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, we tore through the first nine players of the ones that I said are going to burn their red shirts. Benjamin Hall, Samaj Morgan, Frederick Moore, Jair Hill. Uh, The rest... I think that we'll see Cole, if he is healthy enough, we'll see Cole Cabana maybe in the first three games a little bit. Uh, we'll see a little bit of Cam Calhoun. Uh, and uh, I think that's maybe we'll see a little bit of Zach Marshall. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, it's all bets are off with special teams. And certainly we've seen Michigan be like, this is one of those years like 2016 when they basically played every freshman being like, we need to get these guys ready. It wouldn't surprise me if they burn everybody's red shirt. It really wouldn't. Because they're going to lose a lot coming out of this team, which has been adjusted by Bill Connolly to the seventh. He hasn't list, put out the whole list, but seventh in returning production, according to his latest article released this morning. Uh, so, okay, now up next we have defensive lineman Eno Etta. Uh, he's kind of in the vein of he can play inside, outside. Uh, you think of him as a little bit more of a bigger edge. Think uh, Mike Morris. He's listed here at 6'4 260. Um, I think he's kind of uh, in, in the Derek Moore vein. 
where I th- I think he'll burn his red shirt, but I don't necessarily think he's going to be he he's not a project, but he he does need some refinement. So I could see him being in a situation where he uh, where he gets some run, but isn't necessarily like in that big rotation. Uh, they do need edge rushers to to step up, particularly going into next year. So I think that that will play a role, certainly, uh, because Braden McGregor, uh, all things go well for him, he could be gone. Uh, Jalen Harrell, I believe, w- would be gone after this. Josiah Stewart, I, I believe, has would have another year after this. Uh, all very confusing with the COVID year stuff, but uh, you know, Edda, I think is got. He's not a shoe in. I I think he will play. Whether he burns his red shirt or not is a different story, uh, but I think he'll definitely be involved, um, especially if they use him out on the edge. If they determine he's more of an inside guy, then it's not necessarily as dire of a situation. Another guy who I think will burn his red shirt is Carmelo English. Now, this said with, with Samaj Morgan and Frederick Moore, they at least had the benefit of being around in spring ball, which gives them an added uh, bonus when it comes to seeing the field. I think the same will be the case for Carmelo English, but as we've talked about with wide receivers, first-year receivers aren't necessarily usually production machines. It takes them a year or two. So with the hope and the goal being that Darius Clemens and Tyler Morris take a big step forward, I uh, don't think that you'll necessarily see a big mix of uh, use with Carmelo English. However, I I do think that he's probably the best of the three, but he still might be behind the curve a little bit. I still think they'll, they'll burn his red shirt. But it all depends on how it goes in fall camp. The latest addition for Michigan this cycle is Brandon Hillman. He's a safety listed as an athlete who was previously signed to Notre Dame, got out of his NLI, and ended up committing and signing with Michigan. He's a four-star athlete, 24-7 sports has him, is rated 130 nationally. Um, He is, like I said, a safety I could see him being a special teams burned red shirt guy as far as playing safety. I mean, that's a convoluted uh, situation because not only do you have the the two uh, entrenched starters in Makari Page and Rod Moore. I mean, Rod Moore did get on the field as a true freshman, certainly. Uh, but uh, you also have Keon Sabin, Zeke Berry, Caden Colasar, uh, Quentin Johnson, uh, some other guys that are sitting there waiting in the wings for their opportunities to, to see more uh, playing time. Quentin Johnson, you will certainly see. Uh, the others, I think, will be in the mix as well. Uh, I could see Brandon Hillman burning his red shirt on special teams because that's the type of trajectory you see for safety linebacker types. He's not a really linebacker type as far as being listed at 191 at 6'1", um, but uh, he's certainly a guy that I think uh, could and is maybe likely to burn his red shirt, but that, I don't think that necessarily means that we're going to see him a ton on defense. So he's one of those exceptions. It's one of more of those, get him ready. Makari Page probably on his way out. Rod Moore could be on his way out. We need that depth. He needs to know what it's like to be on the field. He certainly has a skill set that could get him on the field. However, just it's it's a loaded, loaded group. Uh, Evan Link, offensive tackle from Gonzaga, Washington, D.C., picked Michigan over Penn State. Uh, seemed like he was probably destined to go to Penn State. Michigan stole him away. Uh, I th- Same thing applies for, for any offensive lineman. I, we won't see him year one. 
maybe year two, more likely year three, barring injury situations. Uh, so I'll skip ahead to Nathan Afobi, uh, the, the Georgia uh, interior offensive lineman, same deal, just so we can get that out of the way because he's a couple uh, down on my list here. Samaj Bridgman, the four-star linebacker from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I, I, I don't think that we'll see him per se. Uh, again, he would be a, a guy that could burn his red shirt via special teams. Uh, but it, especially because Junior Colson certainly has his eyes on leaving after this year. Uh, Michael Barrett, I think, is probably running out of eligibility now that he enters his sixth year. Um, you've got uh, you've got some other guys, Ernest Hausman, Jimmy Rolder. Uh, they they they're going to want to keep that that position fresh with linebackers. There aren't a ton in this class, so I think that he'll probably burn his red shirt just for that alone. There there are players ahead of him, obviously. But I think that they'll try to get him acclimated a little bit. Uh, I think you'll see him a little bit in the in any blowout situation uh, as well as special teams. So I'm going to go ahead and predict he, he's going to burn his red shirt. Uh, let's see. Where are we at here? We've got two more. Or is that I'm trying to count two more? Yes. Uh, Deacon Tony Ellie, the tight end four star tight end out of Illinois. Uh, I really like what I saw on film from Deacon Tony Ellie, I think that he, when you look at the tight ends, obviously it's he and Zach Marshall. Uh, I think he's probably got the higher, not the, necessarily the higher upside. I think he's got a higher floor. I think uh, Zach Marshall has a higher ceiling, but I think Tony Ellie has a lot of capability. Again, though, it's just a log jam at tight end. So I think that he's, uh, I, I think that he's at worst going to red shirt. I'd be kind of surprised if we see him at all, to be honest. Rounding us out is Cameron Brandt, defensive tackle, a four-star from Chatsworth, California. He was a signing day special, flipped over from Stanford. Uh, defensive tackle, again, is it's... I, I, now, I'm not going to be surprised, right, because we, we saw some really good things from Kenneth Grant and Mason Graham. I could see them working him in. Uh, I, I just We have to figure out what it's going to be like in fall camp, right? Uh, Mason Graham had enrolled early. Kenneth Grant hadn't, and yet both really saw a lot of playing time. Listen, if, if he's if he's listed here at six four two sixty, he's going to have to put on some some weight if that's going to be the case. I mean, it, that's, that's the same size as Zinoeta. Um, I, I think though that if he if he bulks up, has bulked up, uh, there's certainly a chance. I I, I don't like it <laughs> as far as this year, next year probably would be the time that we'd be really looking for him. All right, we're going to continue on here in just a moment. We've got uh, eight more guys to go through. Listen, don't think because uh, because those were these are in order of their ranking that that means that's their order of readiness. It's not. Because we've got, uh, I'm going to skip one guy and come back to him. And I'm going to go to Rod, uh, Roderick Pierce, Trey Pierce, listed as a three-star, but, I mean, you see him, and, you, you know, whether it be on film, you see him in person, listed at 6'3", 290, I, I would venture, I saw him in person at the uh, at the spring game, I would venture to guess he's already at 300, he'll be at 300, he's, I think he's going to play, he's going to burn his red shirt. Like, I, I, I think that he's going to be more in line with that Mason Graham, Kenneth Grant, like they're going to get him into rotation. I've been saying that all off season. So 
count count me in with that. Him him burning the red shirt. If, if nothing else, special teams uh, on on kicks and and uh, all of that kind of stuff. I think that he could certainly be in the mix. Uh, speaking of a guy that looks ready for the part, he's listed at six four two twenty. He's listed as an athlete. Linebacker Jason Hewlett out of Youngstown, Ohio. Again, another guy that I saw at the spring game. I mean, he looks ready to go. I, I do think that him and Bridgman, and maybe Brian Ishmael, who we'll get to momentarily, they've all got their opportunity to get in there and just start uh, making an impact in year one. Whether they're probably not going to be big players. I think, you know, we saw Jimmy Roller play as a freshman. I don't necessarily anticipate that any of these linebackers are going to have the same kind of role that he did, uh, barring just incredible working out and, and camp and stuff like that. We'll know more coming out of Big Ten Media Days. It's a question that Harbaugh always gets asked, usually by me, which freshmen have stood out, um, which ones do you think are going to be uh, in that mix? Um, but uh, I could certainly see Jason Hewlett being that guy. I mean, he just looks like an absolute monster. Defensive tackle Brooks Barr at 6'6", 270. Uh, I, I think that he's probably, I think he's probably underrated. He's listed at 880 nationally, uh, but I think he's kind of underrated. He was one of Michigan's earlier commitments in the class. I mean, he was he was well committed at the spring game last year. So before Michigan had a heck of a lot of guys even committed in this class. Uh, but I, I think that he's probably uh, not necessarily a project, but kind of a little bit. I think he's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, he's, he, 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 he screams uh, it just kind of not really talked about or thought of before uh, in year three. Suddenly he's the starter and people who don't pay that close attention to recruiting are like, who the heck is this guy? I'd never even heard of him. Not, not to say like Ryan Glasgow, but kind of that. We'll see how he does in the weight room. He's already a big guy, but 6'6", 270, that's, that, that's tall. I could see them maybe flexing him to, to edge, uh, but I mean, that's up to them what they want to do with him. Uh, Dewan Waller, who, uh, cornerback out of Youngstown, Ohio, teammate with Jason Hewlett, uh, late addition in the class. Uh, I think he's a redshirt guy. Number one, uh, I don't know that we'll see a heck of a lot of him yet, but he was spoken very highly of uh, by Jim Harbaugh after he signed. Yeah, so I, I would not be surprised if we see him if for a couple games on special teams. Again, though, I think that he's he's going to be a more of a year three type guy is what I'm going to go ahead and predict at the moment. Um, Kendrick Bell. Brother of Ronnie Bell comes in as a quarterback, listed as an athlete. Listen, this is highly contingent on Kendrick Bell himself. Now, he, if you watch any of the clips of him throwing, he's a, he is a baller. Can't count out a Bell. But with the quarterbacks he has ahead of him, particularly J.J. McCarthy, it is an uphill battle to see Kendrick Bell actually see the field unless he decides to switch to wide receiver. If he switches to wide receiver or, you know, end around specialist, utilize the athleticism, and he's a tall guy, he's 6'3", 180. I mean, 6'3", that's... Michigan could use a receiver that's about that, right? That's his path. 
if he stays at quarterback, he's not going to play. Maybe you'll see him in a blowout situation in like week two. If otherwise, you put him at receiver, you might he might get a ability to to break in. He's the type of playmaker. I mean, listen, Ronnie rated similarly uh, burned his redshirt year one. Trust that those Bell kids can play, but if he is, insist on staying at quarterback. It's going to be a long path. Could could he do it? Absolutely. I'm not going to count him out. Could he beat out Jaden Davis? I'm not going to count him out. Could he beat out Jaden Davis and Bryce Underwood if Bryce Underwood commits to Michigan? That I'm not so sure of. That's that's you still got other guys on the roster that Alex Orgy that could also do it. I think that there's a role for him. His best path to seeing the field is not at quarterback. We briefly touched on Breon Ishmael. Um, I'm going to say that with any of the linebackers, I could see any of the three, all of the three burning their red shirts, uh, at least on special teams, again, because of the need at future linebackers. Same thing for Hayden Moore, who's the next one. Uh, Nebraska commit who flipped. Um, But I think out of any of them, not just because they're lowly rated, I, I, I think that Hayden Moore is probably your least likely to break through in year one. And, and I think he's probably the most likely to redshirt. Um, I think that uh, Jason Hewlett is probably my most likely to burn his redshirt, then uh, Samaj, then Brian. But we'll see. Lastly, kicker Adam Samaha. He was probably destined to burn his red shirt and play right away, be your place kicker. Uh, but then they brought in James Turner from Louisville via Celine. I still think there's a good chance he burns his red shirt because you could put him in as a place kicker, uh, as in t- doing the kickoffs and not kicking the field goals, have James Turner handle the, the field goal kicking and uh, Tommy Doman all the punts. I think that they'll probably try something like that. That's what they did with uh, Jake Moody with uh, Quinn Nordine already around until Quinn Nordine got the yips. And then they brought in, uh, then they brought in Jake Moody for that Indiana game and he kicked 18 million field goals, 2018. Anyway, that's, uh, that's uh, everybody in terms of the uh, red shirt or not the red shirts, the freshmen. Nine transfers, good looking group, excited about it. We're nearing it. We're only a couple weeks away, less than two weeks away from Big Ten Media Days. Uh, So we are on the path to the season. We are going to continue tomorrow, Saturday. So we will talk to you then. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Peace.